0: The greatest trade of all. Greatest trade of all. Paulson learned house prices had climbed 1.4% from 1975 to 2000 after inflation, but had soared 7% from 2000 to 2005, a 40% margin of housing price correction. Paulson bet the housing prices would experience a downturn, and he profited $4 billion from his prediction. In 2007, Paulson and company made $15 billion. Paulson bet the housing market would turn. Paulson started buying credit default swaps. That's insurance on uh, bonds. Paulson believed that the CDS premiums would rise as mortgage defaults increased, and he would sell the CDSs at a profit. Paulson was willing to lose 8% a year to buy the insurance policies. By 2006, Paulson had managed to raise $147 million and launched his fund. Paulson met bankers at Bear Stearns, Deutsche Bank, and Goldman Sachs the big three, and asked them to create securities called collateralized debt obligations, CDOs, that Paulson Company would wager against. The banks would sell the CDOs to the clients that thought the assets would appreciate and Paulson bought CDSs on the mortgage betting that the assets would fall. Paulson Paulson would wager a billion dollars that the mortgage Back securities would fall, and the mortgage-backed securities would fall because the the mixture of bond types in that security was not uh, all at the same risk, and so when that was discovered, then investors believed that the mortgage-backed securities were toxic and a sell-off occurred. Paulson worked with the banks to short the CDOs. The hedge fund was the impidious for the CDO transactions being sold to the investor. Paulson's company eventually had $5 billion worth of bets against CDO valuations. Once later, Paulson had profited $4 billion by himself. One of the biggest losers was Deutsche Bank. By the middle of 2009, 1 in 10 Americans were delinquent or in foreclosure. Housing prices had dropped 30 to 40% from their 2006 peak price. Paulson's analysis proved correct. Housing prices had corrected 30 to 40% because of overvaluation. Paulson realized the next area of profit was the declining dollar. Paulson realized that the supply of dollars had increased 120%, a sure prediction of a drop in value and the an eventual surge in inflation. Paulson started to buy dollars, billions of dollars worth of gold and bet against the dollar. The biggest force pressuring bond yields to move upward is the trillions of dollars the Treasury has to sell to finance the 2009 budget. Reserve assets such as Treasuries accumulate in good times, yields are going downward, and sold in bad times, yields are going upward. Bond yields climb during bad economies. Money supplies has increased to $3.8 billion, or three thousand, actually $3.8 trillion, a 15-fold increase from the 260 billion. Increases in U.S. monetary base since 2008 soaked up the liquidity will be possible because bond prices are declining and yield is increasing. The Fed will find it impossible to sell the bonds and withdraw the money in the money supply. How how did the hedge funds profit from the CDSs? The hedge fund wanted a way to bet against the house market believing housing prices would decline and they would profit by selling short. So they, they sell and then they buy back at a lower price and then they take the difference between the two on the borrowed money and that becomes a profit The gap, the hedge fund, start the plan by working with banks buying insurance against the collateralized debt obligation risk. The banks sold the hedge funds an insurance policy called a credit default swap to insure both the CDOs losses. If the housing market declined, so the CDSs are basically treated like commodity. They bought the CDSs at a lower price, and then when the defaults occur. The CDS is becoming high demand for the coverage and then they can sell it at a higher price and take the profits. If The housing market declines and affects the CDO yield. The banks pay money to the hedge fund. Two scenarios could happen. Hedge fund wins. The hedge fund profited when the housing market declined by claiming money from the CDS insurance policy given by a cash payout by the bank or the bank wins. Well, the bank did not win, the hedge funds won. If the housing market prices remain stable or increases, the insurer profits from the insurance premium paid out by the hedge fund. A collateralized debt obligation is a redistribution of credit risk. Um, So basically it's it's a portfolio of securities in the form of bonds and each one of those bonds have different ratings according to how safe they are. Now it was those ratings that came into question because as they were examined, they realized that there were a mixture of risk in the bond types. Bond safety is determined by the risk against default. The safety of the bond is called a trach. The CDO trachs are sold to track A to the pension funds, B to the mutual funds, C to the hedge funds. The CDO portfolio pays a specific yield amount each year in interest payments. If the securities contained in the CDO have zero defaults, then the CDO value is 100% safe bond collection. If a percentage of the CDL default, then there is less confidence in the safety of the CDO. And what was happening is because of the loans were extended to individuals that did not uh, have the means, financial means to make the payments, that the default rates were increasing. And so the the traits A, B, and C were negatively affected pensions, negative affect mutual funds, negative affect the hedge funds. But the hedge funds had the insurance CDss, which were policies for protection against uh, declining valuations on those on the CDO commodity. Now what happens when a CDO experienced yield shortage? The CDO pays out on the principal payment and interest payment depending on the terms of the financial instruction. A reduction in income will produce less money for the investors. The difference would be paid by the CDS payout. The CDS premiums increase as the risk of default increases. In the case of the hedge fund, when the CDO experienced yield shortage, the difference came in the form of a CDS payout. And that that meant that the banks had to pay out. This is how they did it. Deutsche Bank created offshore companies known as collateralized debt obligations. The offshore companies holding CDOs is called the static residual CDO. In 2005, AIG acquired uh, mortgage risks held by START earning 10 billion million million for every $1 billion insured CDS. An unlimited number of CDSs were written on the debt Obligation, the bank transferred its insurance risk to AIG. In essence, AIG was betting the housing market would remain stable and that CDLs would not default, which is phenomenal considering who they were lo- loaning money to that they would believe that, but they did. When AIG credit rating was cut, when AIG paid out, million to start money moved from AIG to start to Deutsche Bank to the hedge funds and the CDS payouts AIG runs out of money and the government must pay $170 billion in bailout funds to prevent bankruptcy and owns over 80% of AIG too big to fail why did the credit uh, default swap CDS outstanding grow so quickly the Financial Times report they grew from thirty-four point eight trillion to sixty-two trillion dollars outstanding in a single year. Wow. Structured credit and collateralized debt obligations, which use CDS for credit enhancements, slowed considerably in two thousand seven. The increase in CDS growth catches the attention. Companies adjust their risk exposure by trading into CDS contracts. International Swaps and Derivatives Association celebra- celebrate over-the-counter derivatives equaling $455 trillion at the end of 2007. And that is the monster. The, you have the OTC derivatives, and then you also have $150 trillion in interest rate swaps. What would I like? I would like a book written called Why Are We So Clueless About the Bond Market.